Hey, 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 y'all. Welcome to the Med Spa Club podcast. I'm your host, Monica Swint. Here at the Med Spa Club podcast, we talk about behind the scenes of the Med Spa. We talk about business. We talk about wellness. We talk about beauty and beauty and all the things that go along with owning and operating a Med Spa. Today, we're going to have some candid conversation with the only one and only Ashaya Smith, better known as Shy of Nursey Cosmetic and of Nursey Cosmetic in Las Vegas, Nevada. Welcome to the Mad Spa Club podcast. Hello, everybody. Yay! Absolutely. We are so happy to have you here today. Um Shy, I call her Shy. I love Shy. I call her Shy. She is killing the game as a nurse injector in Vegas. And she's going to give us some behind the scenes. She's going to tell us the truth, the myths, and all things about owning, operating, and having a team as we're talking about owning and operating a med spa. Let's get into it. So tell the people who you are and where you're from and give us a little bit background in your uh, medical professional. I'm medical profession. Absolutely. So my name is Ashaya Smith. Thank you for that welcome. It was great. Love. I go by Shy for short. Shy is my preferred name. Originally born and raised in Chicago, Illinois. Um, I moved to Las Vegas sometime after college, 2016. Um, I've been in healthcare, honestly, since 2011. I've literally climbed my way up the ladder from being a CNA, LPN, RN, now as an MP. Wow. Um, I had a good start just because I did it in high school. So my high school had offered Can Academy at the time, but my high school TF North had offered like dual program. So we did like a two year program training and it was basically a high school, it was diploma based. Um, you would do your technical training like um, after like earlier classes. So you go to school, your normal high school class, then like in the later on of the day, it was just all the technical training in the classes. So they had different things. Great program, great school. I graduated from a great, uh, honestly, high school. So after high school, I went straight to um, get my uh, BSN, traditional route. Then my four years, went to Western Illinois University, um, did that. After graduating in 2016, my RN BSN, I came to Las Vegas. And I came to Vegas simply because it was like, you know, I want to try some new things. I'm the type of person I like to do my own thing. I never really like needed mm-hmm. people in a crowd or move with people. So, I mean, I uprooted my family and left and started a whole new life here in Las Vegas. So, obviously, it served me well. And I got my basic critical care training um, at Valley Hospital in Las Vegas. So, I started off in critical care. So, that's been my thing as a nurse. But I got experience in everything, like literally from uh, critical care. Uh, home health, hospice. I had got my foot in the door, just did a little bit of everything to see, like, you know, what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. Became an MP, and I was like, I'm going to start my own business. But let's backtrack a little bit. I became an RN injector at 2017, and I, what really motivated me to do it was I never was exposed to injectables, like Botox, lip fillers, and the myths were that Black people don't get that. And I started seeing like really beautiful Black people come in and get their skincare service, get Botox, get fillers. And they looked good. But I also seen a lot of Black people come in that wasn't satisfied because, you know, some injectors, they were not trying to diversify how we did things. Mm. Like, you know, um, it was like a standard thing. Like, you know, you do this and you do this. And it was all standard, like for everybody. I'm like, you know, 
I really think it should be customized. And I got backlash at the medical spa um, I worked at for being like, you know, trying to customize things. And mm-hmm. what really made me think like, you know what? I got my foot in, my, in the door. I got basic training. I know how to do Botox and fillers. That's all I learned how to do at the time. Simple stuff, just face. I'm like, I can start my own business, but I know I need to be an MP to have my own business. Rather okay. it would have been, um, you know, here in Nevada or here back home in Chicago. Um, Illinois. So I'm like, I have to go get an MP. I got to go one of the practitioners. So that's why I honestly got my MP because I wanted to start my own business and not have to deal with that headache of not Getting trusting mm-hmm. having a doctor or somebody having yes. to be under you and do business. And, you know, I, it, it gets a little sticky, you know, like as people don't have aspirations and they enjoy the benefits of what you're doing, doing all the work. And I have experienced that before. And you're like, you don't get to do that. Like, I work That's hard. You right. get to uh, reap everything, the benefits you don't do, and put in the same amount of work. No, it's not 100, 100. I don't like 20 and 80. <laughs> and 20. And we still That's reap right. benefits now. So, that's really why I did it. So I made it my goal, really honestly, to get in this industry to just really like change the game and make people have a different concept. Like more black people are getting cosmetic procedures because yeah. black people have the education. Absolutely. In 2014, 2013, we didn't have access to this stuff like that because guess what? If you wasn't well off or you wasn't a celebrity, you wasn't able to get services like this. Also, in our culture, when you think about it, as black women, we work so hard to Oh, I gotta get it, gotta hustle because the, the situation we are already in society, let's talk about it. Like let's when talk you're about a person, it. you're not thinking about self-care or investing in self-care. You're trying to you you're basing your your, your life on survival. Survival. So Absolutely. That was really like the most thing for me, like outstanding. And then like at the last mass I worked at when I worked there before I became MP, like the owner had made like a smart remark to me, like, oh, you're only here anyway because you're young and pretty. Like, don't play with me. I'm educated too, and I'm skilled. That part. You start hating on me a little bit too. So that was another thing. So, and I was young. I'm like 22, 23 years old. So, I got big lips. My cheekbone still sitting high. I ain't got that many wrinkles yet, but I had some. But I didn't get any injectables yet. So, what really, what, what, where I think what really caught my eye. I always been creative. Like that's something mm-hmm. I've been creative since I was a kid. That's something God instilled in me. I've been a creator. So. Even if I wasn't like an injector, I think I would have been somewhere designing something or something. something. Like, I'm yeah. Always something. Always. Like, I don't know my staff sometimes be over it. Like, okay, girl, you just gave us three ideas. Let's process two right now. You know what I'm saying? But that's how I am. So, my thing was like, my whole point was that, like, look, I'm going to get in, I'm going to change the game, and I'm not going to. Have my 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 knowledge or think it's like oh you know you in competition with me because you you I'm doing you want to do it no it's money here for everybody it's money here for everybody main target artists is really black people because again we like the education to understand what these services do weight loss all this stuff has been around before we got in here and other therapies that was here and people been here and I tell people all the time these are not new procedures. Um, that people are getting done. It's been around for years. IV hydration has been around since the 70s. All these procedures and treatments have been around forever, but we're just getting we're behind the ball. And one thing I love about you, Shy, is that you are re- very, very big on education and making sure that your clients and your patients are educated on the procedures that you are doing. So when people are highly educated, well, when you 
educate your clients, they can make an informed decision to say, yes, I would like to move forward with this procedure or no, it's not a fit for me for me because we know all procedures are not created equal. No, no, absolutely not. And that's the thing. Like I spend a lot of time with my clients giving them options, you know, and, you know, we live in this world now. Everything is based on social media. I see you got it. I'm going to do it. Right. But they might not know that, you know, you may not qualify for that. Or this may not Absolutely. be the best route for you. So at Nursey, I make sure all our clients get customized treatments. Like even the staff, like even the non-clinical staff, they know how to help clients choose options and varieties because I have installed those um, values in them to actually care about, hey, mm. the problem, but let's offer them different options. But yes, in the end, it's going to be the provider, whether it's me or the nursing ejector, selecting the best option or the medical institution. You know, it's just different things. So I think what it is, is usually people see something, they get it, or they refer, like word of mouth, it's real big. So I want Botox, right? Mm -hmm. So I need Botox, like I wrinkles. It does do that. But a lot of people don't know that Botox not only is anti-aging for wrinkles and give you smooth skin, it minimizes your pores. Absolutely. It, you know, with certain areas and smile lines and wrinkles in your face, like I do full face Botox. Like yeah. I don't just put Botox in my forehead, my number 11s in my crow's feet or my smile lines. I put it anywhere I can because I know what it does. And I know the benefits of it. So sometimes, you know, my clients come in for microtox procedures because they have acne, they have open pores, and they in the industry, they don't want to wear piles of makeup on their face. And we can exactly. Botox. And yeah. that's simple. Like yeah. you can get facials too, but you can also get Botox to help your skin and glow, you know? So I think that's what it is, is really being a knowledgeable provider, getting an education, investing in it. And I always reiterate, like, most people want to get in the industry because it's an industry to make money. Let's talk about it, right? It's a billion-dollar industry, but... I was about to get to that. You ain't going to make a billion dollars because you're trying to be underpriced just to get a client and catch a sale. Invest in your time, your skill, your craft, and your knowledge, and people will pay for quality because you will give them that. Let's so, pause for a minute. Let's go, as we're talking about um, advancing your education, so you got your NP and then you got additional training. So you're, what I love about your brand also is you're always doing continual education. You can't take one nurse injector course and then that's it, which a lot of people do. No, and that's why they get stuck on the amount of money that they think they can make within their practice. So the more you invest in yourself, the more money you will make in your practice. And that's Absolutely. what to make people, Absolutely. it's hard to get that through their head. That's how you become a quality uh, provider. Absolutely. IV, hydration business, whatever it is you are, you, do, you just skincare and be a nurse and a skincare specialist. Use your skills and your credentials. Your credentials make you credible. That's Good what part. that is. Your credentials doesn't mean you know how to do it and perform it the best way or the optimal or ideal way for your clients. Absolutely. Your credentials get you the that legality, that liability that you got to pay for and less in certain things that you're not doing illegal or not, not you know, practicing outside of your scope because everything varies per mm -hmm. state. You yeah. invest in skills, private training. I've done that. I still go to training. Still, I mean, all the time. Things change, trends change, everything yes. And it's still forever growing and you have to be ready to invest in it. So people always say like, oh, what's the number? What's the number? How much does it take you to start your business? Maybe I had a 20K start and I'm about like 300K in a hole. 
that part. Let's talk about that part. Let's let that's the part that people don't talk about, right? Yeah. Yeah. You take 20, you take 20 to get started, right? It's continual education, it's products, is is um equipment. Let's not talk about the price of uh, equipment. Laser is somebody's salary. Here. Listen, it's a small house somewhere. People don't understand. You want to get in something, but really what it is is just influence. I like the fact that I see more black injectors doing it or more people just getting into this industry because it was it the job outlook for getting a, a nurse injector job or being in this type of job or setting or in a medical spa, it was like slim to none back then. Like right. I got in because somebody looked at me, it's like, oh, you know. How did you think about injecting a nurse in the ER? I'm like, girl, yeah, I never thought about it, but let me do it. So I think you'd be a good fit your personality. Yeah. I'm like, absolutely. okay, cool. And I tried to fell in love with it, but my first time doing it, I didn't know everything. Absolutely. Yeah, but I took the time after that training they gave me. Well, guess what I did? I, I built off that. You were fine. Yeah, you mastered your skill. The face, body, and everything else. I'm like, all right, I like this. Let me do non-surgical. So let me do the non-surgical BBLs. Let me do liquid lipo. Let me do different things. You got to, and this is my thing too. If you don't go in and get experience with somebody that's doing it, you can go pay. Training not cheap at all either. Like people would think like you should be paying a thousand dollars. That's not how it goes. It don't work like that. You you're, you're gonna you get what you pay for. So if you pay for a thousand, if you pay a thousand dollars for a course or yeah. training, it's gonna reflect that in how you show up in your business. Let's okay. be clear. Yeah, seriously. And my thing Forever. is, I make sure. Every time I do, because I started doing private trainings because I seen the need so many people reaching out. So I'm like, well, dang, maybe I should do private training. Because at first I'm like, I've only been injecting like two years at the time, three years. And I, you know, just at then, I'm just like now just starting my practice like a couple of years later down the line because I took a pause. I wasn't mm -hmm. injecting for a good two years because I was in school getting my MP. Mm -hmm. So we talk about two years, things change. The trends change. Absolutely. Talk about it. So Guess what I had to do before I started my business? I had to Education. Mm -hmm. training, big training, little training, all types of training. And that's how I was able to do it. Right. And it cost. It, it wasn't cheap. That's why I tell people, like, you have to invest in your skill, your craft. And it takes time. Like, I'm still growing. I'm still learning. I'm starting to do other things that I didn't do. When I was trained back in 2017, they just gave us standard treatment. They said Botox only go here, here, here. That's it. I got that was it. And I learned Botox and go everywhere. Anywhere. Need. Absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. And I and that training I got, it shows the investment I put in it. So same thing with fillers. You know, things change. New fillers come out, new things. But it's a hefty investment. But the return, I'm not going to even, you know, uh, complain. It's been great. You're not going to see my money your first two years. So if you're looking for something as far as the salary, I went from making a salary, working as a provider, like 150K. I made that in half a year of my own business, but you think that was my salary? No, it no. was my first year. And I that's the business. part that no one talks. Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about that part. So people be like, listen, girl. What y'all fun for? We all are trying to get it. Let's, let's be clear. But let's three be. years now going on four, and my thing is, I've had my ups and downs. I still have downs, but I'm not quitting this. I'm not stopping. Yeah. I'm too deep in the game. And yeah. I've made salary too much too many times to go back and work with somebody. And my thing is, you're not gonna be telling what to do. I'm not gonna be making you coins or dollars and you giving me cents. No, that's not how we no. gonna do it. No. So I think it's all a mentality, a mindset, but I do think 
our the culture is influenced by what they see, but people don't understand like the framework is your mindset. You get what I'm saying? Like I drive my business. Like I have my days I'm up and down, but what do I do? I'm the driver. I'm You're the driver. And the 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 uh the captain of the ship. Yeah, and how you showing up today in your business, you made an appointment to be here. So whatever that looks like, it's a reflection of what of the work that you have done or have not done. Let's be clear. Absolutely. So it's it's work in progress, it's continual, it's a journey. It is. It's, it's a, a journey. Forever journey, forever growing. If you can make it in two years past your business, you can make it in three, you can, you make, can make it in four, you damn sure can make it in five. Think about it is the reality of it is you know, people don't realize your success, excuse me, of being successful is not contingent upon year one and two. It's really like you get like after year three and getting to five. You can make it five years. You good. You solid. You, 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 you Gucci. <laughs> you but Gucci. people don't understand that they try something and do something and think you supposed to get something in the first year. You're not going to get anything. For the you're first not going to get nothing. <laughs> so you might as well, if you think that you're going to be making money because you see everybody living their life. But then this is my thing. People be comparing people like somebody else's journey. They've been doing like 15, 10 years. Girl, you're year one. You're not going to get that. You, you can't compare yourself. You got to go through the ropes. Right. And but what, but what they can do, Shy, is that they can come and shadow someone like you yeah, in the industry because what you what you can do is you can show them where you made mistakes with um starting and growing your business and you can help save them from some pitfalls Absolutely. which can um 10x their business uh yeah. versus going the long way. And people try to bypass and say, oh, I'm, they're going to go to five different people to get information when they could have paid you that one time. Oh, I would have gave it all to you. You would have got the training and you would have got the information about, let me tell you what not to do, but let me tell you what you should do. Absolutely. And that's what I do. That's what I understand. When people invest in my training, it's not just to learn how to do something. I do get the models. We provide the products and we travel. We come to locations, all that stuff. But I'm coming to your spot. Look, he's telling you like, OK, take this down. Don't do that. Okay, that part. Take your prices off because things change and fluctuate. If you're yeah. a business owner, you know that things change and fluctuate according to the the cost the market. of your dollar in the market. Because inflation mm -hmm. is real. Both sides used to cost about seven hundred dollars back then. You know, like how it it's is. It's crazy now. now. It is crazy. Four hundred. I was injected for like I remember at the time, and when I was injected, Botox was like four hundred dollars, and I got like a fifteen percent commission. It wasn't much, but it was something. But think about it now being like 650, 700. Times have changed. Like how changed, the housing market changed. Everything. Percentages of interest rate change. Everything is changing with us. We got to grow too. So the first thing I do when I see somebody in their price, I say, take it down. Please and thank you. Failure. And you have to stay in the driver's seat of that. You don't allow your clients to drive that. You have oh, to drive that. You come to me to help you. I'm here to help you do my job. I'm not going to have my clients tell me what to do or what's best for them when they're here for me to help them. Yes. yes. You came to me for the advice, the wellness, mm -hmm. the, you know, the actual knowledge. I'm here to offer it to you. And this is a part of my consultation process too. So that's why I tell people like some people feel type of way like, oh, I don't know why you charge for a consultation. Well, I do charge for a consultation, but that's a deposit towards your treatment with me. Now, if you don't want to pay anything, we got an option that's virtual. It's free. You get 15 minutes with me. Let's make it count. And I can help you give you information. But if you want me to go in and talk about what you need for your face, your uh, your, your lipo, your BBL, 
I may not be able to do that because you only got 15 minutes of free. When you do the consultation with me, that's that entire time you get with your me time open. dedicated to you. And that's why I'm appointment based only because I don't believe yeah. that people should be able to just walk in and wait in the lobby, maybe mm -hmm. cause a little chaos. Well, I've been waiting where I have another client. No, we're appointment based. Just like when you go get surgery at a surgery center, you got to make an appointment to get on, get on a schedule. The same concept in a man spa. It's non-surgical. No, you're not getting general anesthesia. You're getting local anesthesia, but you're getting a procedure done by a medical professional. And you said a mouthful when you say a medical pro professional, and we talk about this all the time. It's a spa and it's a med spa. It's right. a difference between the two and who it provides is. the service. So it when is. you go to a med spa, you're paying for the advice from a medical professional who has went to school, passed the boards, and is in a position board certified to make the decision on in how to treat you for the thing that you desire. According to the state of Nevada and Illinois, because this is why I have my license at Kermany, I am designated and I am skilled to assess, diagnose, treat, manage, and do palliative care if somebody needed the end of life. As I'm concerned, I can do what I need to do to help my clients wherever I am. I'm a family nurse practitioner. I went to school to get knowledge, enough knowledge, basically to pass my boards. That's a whole different thing. But for every lifespan from infant to geriatric, I treat. I got you. I, I specialize you. in cosmetics and aesthetics now. But you better believe behind the cosmetic anesthetics and wellness, it's a whole lot of medical knowledge, history, and everything I got to learn when they come to science. Because guess what? I'm still a provider. Absolutely. So my clients come with me to problems. I'm not going to lie. My clients came with me to problems for other things, and I found other things. And guess what I did? I have managed them. Taking care of it. You've managed the care. Absolutely. I'm a medical spy. You came here for acne, but... What you did and going to the regular doctor, they switched on some medications and they keep coming back antibiotics. So that's not the right thing to do. Let's actually treat you. You need some specific things to help you. Let's compound you some things medically. Let's get into the more things like retinoic acid. Let's get into some a steroid. Let's get into some uh, some skin brightening like hydroquinone. But let's compound them to help your appearance. People don't understand that when you're coming to a medical spot, you're still getting treatment medically, but you're here for problems. I'm here to treat you. When you go to a day spa, that's for re relaxation. I'm getting a, a, a massage to relax. I'm getting a massage to feel good or take care of myself. That's self-care. You better believe it. But when you come to a medical spa, things change because you come to me with problems. If, I would do you a dishonor if you got problems, I don't fix it. Yeah. I'm a provider. So that's the difference. That's why I think I am successful at what I do. And why I'm probably like the own, only black owned medical spot here in Las Vegas and why I am excelling or I do have success because I actually care, but I do use my knowledge and say, hey, that's not the right thing. Let's do this first. All right. Your thyroid. Got then we can, mm -hmm. Let's okay, get this straight. The fact that you you gain the weight because your thyroid, you know, is normal. No, your thyroid is abnormal. Let's correct this and see what happens because then we yeah. may do some blood type. So that's the thing. So it's just like. People don't understand that a medical spa is not the same thing as a day spa or a spa where you're not getting anything invasive. Like you're getting invasive procedures. They're minimally invasive. So I got to make sure I prevent things like infection and manage you when you have complications because that can happen. It can happen. That's the risk when you consent. Same thing when you get surgery. You mm -hmm. have a risk of what? Adverse yeah. complications. 
who do you go to? The provider who performed the procedure. So it's deeper than just social media and Oh, I want to do Botox to look good. No, this is a real life thing for well. It's real life. This is real life. And you can make a decision right then and there if a problem comes up with your client or patient right on the spot as a medical provider. You're the solutionist. I can take care of the problem right now at this yep. time where a person at a day spa, they don't have the credentials. They, no. they, they can't do that. And no. it's no shade to them. It's what it is. But my thing is, is, it's different things for everybody. So a day spa doesn't do skincare facials for acne or melasma or, you know, um, uh, what is that? Like lupus, like different things that happen or psoriasis. It's different. Yeah. Like the laser, Aerolace. Like I wanted the, I, I wanted that laser because I say it treats medical problems. Not only right. does it treat acne, it treats like psoriasis. It treats wars. It treats fungus. It treats spider veins. It treats medical problems everyday people have. And that's, being, I mean, that's just the, the uh, basic minimum list. On top of it being laser hair removal, because that's lovely. We want laser hair removal, and we want skin rejuvenation as well, because it's anti-Asian. But let's treat problems. People have problems, and we can actually solve them. And that's my thing right. is, you don't, you don't know unless you go do the research and look it up. So I tell people, like, you have to educate yourself. That's why I love not to my clients investing in themselves and educating themselves, and they come to me with questions like, okay, what do you think about um, this or this or that? Like, how do you feel about this? And, you know, I give them my opinion. And that lets me know you took the time to research stuff. You know, yeah. you're not assuming. Absolutely. And then you have some people that come here where I only need one syringe of lip filler. Okay, only one, I only want 10 units. <laughs> okay, well, right, 10 units. Uh, well, well, what makes you want that? Like, because I always ask them, why do you feel you need that? Oh, well, because I usually get 10 units. I did that when I was in California. Okay, but as you know that if you're not treating everything like you should, no supporting muscles behind you, you're actually doing yourself a disservice. Where mm -hmm. it's all you're making those other muscles, your harder, your mm -hmm. your, your glabella, mm -hmm. your frontalis, and your crow's feet compensate because you only wanted ten yeah. units in your uh, glabella region. That's not how this works. Now you got your forehead compensating, you got your crow's feet compensating, and that's why you're more wrinkled. And you're like, I just don't understand. That's why I'm here to educate you. Mm -hmm. 50 units is not a lot when it comes to tox, whether if it's uh, Botox or Zeman or Javot, or if you're doing this sport, 30 units is not a lot. It's not well, a Let lot. me tell you something. I was, I didn't have a lot of knowledge when I started getting Botox myself. Okay. And <clears throat> excuse me, like you say, all um, injectors are not created equal. And okay. when I first started getting Botox, my injector would, she would do like 35 or so. So when I went to somebody else, and <laughs> she did like 45, 50. I was like, whoa, what are we doing here? Much, right. You would think but that. But then she explained, like you said as well, she was, you know, you're aging, X, Y, and Z. We're trying to preserve. Um, we're working on, you know, and, you know, slowing down the aging process. But just like you, she educated me on it because I didn't know. I'm like, baby, I don't want to be. She said, you're not going to be. You go, because no, you think like how Bruce Jenner you know, used to look, right? You think I'm going right. to But this is my thing. I put 85 units in my face. My no way. No. Oh, your full face, though. My full face is eight standard treatment, 85 units. Get out. 85. Standard treatment is only like 50 units if you're talking right. Botox and um, Zeman or those right. like that's relevant, right? Those toxins. I treat the standard treatment, this, this, and that, but I also do need a little more contour. I want an eyebrow live. I'm trying to look good when I put my makeup on. Look, I actually want my chin contoured. Let me go and put some in there because I want that V-line look. Okay, you know what? Um, you know, I need to look. I got a little, you know, 
wrinkles down here or like you know facial lines let me put some of my daos to support my jawline yeah people yeah. don't understand that though that's why i say i'm never sticking to the minimum because i'm gonna go all the way if i'm gonna look good i'm gonna look good but my thing is people don't know you got injectors that only inject you know from the eyes up and that's a reflection of their knowledge base yeah right? expanding yeah you got to get a little more education back in 2017 that's all i did was just right. they said uh uh don't go below yeah, right. i know and i heard that and and then you know y'all killing the game with doing whatever not whatever but within your scope of practice and found that it does more it can flip your lip get you a nice little lip flip now when I, when the lip flip started i was like come through lip flip yes no filler needed then you got your gummy smile you smile with your teeth i smile with my teeth but guess what i did to bring it down i got nothing but gums when i smile what i did i dropped my smile because so now when i smile it's not so cheesy oh, mm -hmm. because some people have that so my thing was i have natural lips my lips are big but mm -hmm. my thing, i do like the fact when i do a little put more a little bit on this side I got a crooked lip it makes you kind of aligned again mm -hmm. know that though. so that's how you got to really invest in your provider and if you think you want to be cheap when it comes to your face or your body you need to know that that's what you're paying for because yeah. price is always a factor but my thing is we got options now we got financing we have all we have so many options right now and you one thing you can't do is you cannot be cheap with your face it's no. your face. It's the first thing that people see. Your eyebrows done, your hair done, your, your your nails done, everything. My lashes. I just feel like I just don't want to just look like any kind of way. Yeah. And I rather invest in quality than to worry about the quantity, meaning the price, because I know yeah. quality gets me my results. So yeah, I've always kind of been like that. But yeah, no, that's what people show. Because I hear stories. Oh, I don't want to do this because this, 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 that, that, and this and that. I'm like, well, I'm not sure what the last provider did, but. I'm going to tell you what I do and how I do it and why I do it the way I do. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Well, people don't understand. Like, I you do consultations all the time. They're like, oh, why do you use radius and PRP? Because I know what it does if you want to yeah. get those for your butt. The results. It's going to get the results that you desire. Heard of that. Well, this guy down the streets, well, I understand. You can respectfully go do the do that. Yeah. I have nothing against anybody when it comes to price, but you don't get to negotiate my price and my quality because I go to training and I invest in training every year. And we're talking about two major trainings and that's minimum, but I also get training with the reps, like, you know, allergy yeah. needles and I invest in those things. Like it's a, it's a deeper level for me. And that's what the people are like, you really need to be out here more doing. That's why I offer the private trainers now. So I do, you can yeah. come to my location and get private training. And if you do take a private training course of me, you can absolutely get, you can absolutely shout on me. You already invested in the time to learn a skill. Right. Let me right. show you how to go. You need a little extra the most, come on in. But that's why I don't, I don't really um, mind doing it. But, you know, people get stuck on the price and hung up on that. And that's fine. I'm not for everybody, you know? Yeah wise or just trainer wise but what i'm not gonna do is be cheaper because such and such down the street said this okay that's fine and then you know people want to get a whole lot of something but pay a little bit of nothing that wasn't my experience I, I i didn't have to pay a little bit of nothing i had to pay a lot of something to get a lot of something yeah absolutely and i always use the scenario of louis vuitton so when louis vuitton first came out and they came out with their designer bags and a uh -huh. price was the price right the price is non-negotiable. You will never see Louis Vuitton on sale. 
Number one. Number two, when they start first started making the bags, the bags didn't sell immediately. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. like us, you're building your building in. Everybody's not going to be your uh, targeted client for the thing that you do. But you have to continue to understand the value and the work that you are bringing to the market. And guess what? The people that are for you will book. Absolutely. And that's that on that. And that will definitely move me on to the question. How do you attract high end clientele? Um, honestly, I attract high end clientele because the way I present myself, mm -hmm. I don't come to work. It's a standard, first of all. Um, mm -hmm. I make an expectation that I look a certain way. Come on, I'm now tell the people, please tell the people I look in a certain way. You don't have to be in design. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about Louis Vuittons and mm -hmm. um, and Louis Vuitton. No, I'm talking about your appearance. Yes, you have to attract, be attractive in this industry. You have to. So my thing is this: I always tell people when you go to the doctor, the doctor diagnoses you with diabetes, and he say oh, you obese, right, and you need to lose weight. And he looks the same way. I'm going to be like, well, don't you got diabetes too? <laughs> well, I'm listening to you. But people forget as providers, they taught us that. I don't know what new education system's done because everything kind of changed a little bit and been fast-tracked. But I was told from the start, you have to be a representation of what yeah. you're teaching, mm -hmm. treating, and managing. Yeah. So my thing is, why would somebody want to come and pay me $700 for a service and I came here with some sweats and joggers and I got a bun on my head looking messy and looking not really my best. They had a, I'm here to help them, but I don't look my best. Let's make it make sense. My yeah. whole mind is to, for people to feel and look the best selves. I know when you look good, you also you feel, feel good. I'm not Absolutely. talking about people who got issues mentally. I'm talking about the people who know, hey, I want to do something about my looks. I want to feel good again because we yeah. all feel age. Hell, yeah. I'm 80 now. Yeah. And I started my treatments. And I'm thinking, like, if I was educated, I probably would have did it a little sooner. But it's okay. Mm -hmm. I got I got access to it now. Absolutely. It's, it's just so many stigmas and myths. And people think that you don't have to look a certain way. You have to show up as what you're selling. Absolutely. So high-end clients. One, I'm in a high-end area. But also, everybody that works in here, we look appropriate and, and ready to work and dress appropriately. Can't nobody come in here with no swap, no, no sweats and joggers. Mm -hmm. I don't care about none of that. You should have washed you some clothes. You're an adult. It came to work. Because we're here to sell a service and nobody's going to believe you. You don't look professional. So you have to be professional. I'm not saying suit and tie, bow tie. I know what mm -hmm. I'm saying is you need to look professional. It's the same you go to a restaurant. Mm -hmm. if, they, if they wear ripped jeans and, uh, you know, uh, ripped shirts and certain things, you're not going to take them that serious, too. Right. And then you, you, you're probably wondering, question what the cooks look like in the back if the waitresses don't look the best. And you right. serve me food, but people don't understand that this is important. So you have to be absolutely the, the actual model of what you're doing. People come to me because, not because I'm educated, but I'm not going to lie, I'm attractive. But I It's also, you. I people it. come to you because of you. And then people make it my I make it my duty though to be attractive and let people know, like, hey, you can be attractive too. You just that didn't part. know this and that. And that's when the right. education component comes in. But I love the fact that you know I get to come to work, dress up, and look my best self, regardless what I'm going through at home. That's why I tell that myself, part. like, what are you going through at home? We all got problems. Come to work, everybody feel good because nobody wants to hear a sob story. No. Nobody wants to hear anything about what's going on in life when they just spend three thousand dollars and they probably got a sob ass story too. 
That part. Right. So, so you you sell the look, you sell yeah. the experience. People buy in. They buy in. So what I say all the time, so a lot of people like to separate um, me being the medical provider and my business. No, it's all you are the brand. You're the it's brand. It's a brand. You're it's the brand. brand. Your team is, is the brand. You have to have core values in place personally and in your business. Absolutely. Especially when you bring on team members. That's a whole nother. I pick everybody precisely. I, and I told him that. I, I'm like, ain't no shame in my game. I picked y'all accordingly. I knew what I was doing. It's a tactic. Mm -hmm. I have a business. I'm a businesswoman. But I also care about them. Don't get it twisted. But I'm a businesswoman. We're here to yes. conduct business. It's a job. Mm -hmm. You guys get paid to do a job. I have to, I expect you for to perform. Because if I came in here looking at my best for self in any kind of way, being a, a horrible leader, well, how does that affect them? So again, I am the example. You won't see me coming in here with no sweats and joggers. You're not going to see me coming in here with my hair all over my head. You're not going to see me coming in here with, you know, um, poor hygiene. None of that. I don't play that. Because my thing is, why would I take you serious? At I won't. Because you don't even care about yourself. Oh, you're yeah. supposed to talk about me? I'm supposed to let you touch me? Oh, my gosh. No. That's what I tell people. Like, if you wouldn't want to look like your injector or somebody who's doing something on you, why would you let them inject you? I'm not saying you want to look like it. I'm just saying, like, if they're not, if something about them doesn't let you, you know, be attractive or gravitate to you, like, I get up. I ain't going to lie. If somebody come up and looking away and they injecting me. You're not touching me. Are you not touching? I'm sorry. I'm, You're I'm not touching I'm me. Vain, but also, I'm vain enough, but I have a common sense to know, like, if you look like that, you may make, you might mess me up. And you it's my face. <laughs> and this is my face. You get one face. So that's why I kind of mm -hmm. do it nice because I had clients that come in because they've been botched. I fix botch work. But I let them know that no, like, all right, it's not going to be just a one-time thing. It's a okay. thing. But I have changed people. I have made a difference. But it's my thing of times of change. You got some jackets that's still stuck in 2010. Mm -hmm. It's weird. 20s and it's 2023 so imagine what was going to happen in 2025 and 2030 oh my gosh i can only imagine it was cow skin they was using that for filler it was cow skin they had sometimes how materialized to inject as filler so things change so you got people that got some old things in there remember before injectables non-surgical people was getting implants lip implants chin implants cheek implants that still exists but it's just like times have changed now you probably don't get cheek and Chin and lip implants, you probably get lip filler, lip, you know, different things and fillers or threads, different things, right? Because time to change. And then going through surgery is a lot, but then you got to be like, okay, you ain't a candidate for, for non surgical. It's time for surgery too. So that's right. why the cosmetic industry exists. So, yeah. so I think it's, it's very important to look like what you sell. But if you're trying to help change, you got to start with changing your first, yourself first. So imagine me doing weight loss therapy, being over 200 pounds. And I'm telling my client that's 200 pounds as well to do weight loss therapy. But I haven't even thought about it. If so you want to work. When I have that conversation with some of my clients, um, when you're, they're selling their weight loss program, I'm like, you have to show up the way you want your client to show up. Mm -hmm. um, and some have been offended by that. You can't be offended. You're selling the thing. Yeah. So you have to do it yourself before you sell it to your client or patient. Absolutely. You have to. And my thing is, if you don't, you basically, um, hold on one second. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. 
Can somebody get the door? Sorry. So, um, yeah, you have to you have to show up as your best self every day. And we are here to people don't realize how this beauty industry, it's how it ties into your well-being. Absolutely. If you're overweight or if you're not the size you were maybe after kids or after the depression, we have we go through hard times, dark times. And mm -hmm. I, I'm very transparent about my journey. At one point in my life, I was like almost 180 pounds. Mm -hmm. Girl, I ain't going back there again. That part. That was the dark time of my life, too. And mm -hmm. I also had enough. I guess willpower to change. I'm like, I don't want to be like this. Why am I comforting everything with food? Why am I letting my life? Because let me tell you, 2012 was the worst time of my life. Mm -hmm. It was. I was very young. I was in high school, graduating high school. And I really had a dark time. And then from 2012 to 2016, I was going through normal things, trying to become an adult, figure it out, overcoming struggles. And by the time I graduated college, I was like 178 pounds. Horrible. Mm -hmm. I archived every damn picture. That's I'm not going out there to <laughs> Listen, we all have been there. That's why I never got that big. I say, yeah, because you weren't supposed to know that. And that I didn't see that way and I didn't get bigger. That part. I changed my diet. I changed my lifestyle and I changed my mind. Yeah. So again, it's all a mindset. So if you think that you don't need to look a certain way, watch your business girl, okay? Yeah, it's going to grow. Nobody's going to come to you. You're not credible. You lose credibility right then and there. You're the first representation of your business. That's why you have to brand. Like, we all have our days. We're not going to all come in all dialed up. Like, I feel like I didn't come in all dialed up and I ain't got no full face on, but I look presentable. Absolutely. Clean and face. I'm clean. Hair, hair neat. And people will respect me because guess what? I'm going to treat them with respect. But also, I'm not coming in here looking like what I just went through uh last week or three days ago because we all going through stuff that's why i say like you have to always start with you if yeah. you don't believe in yourself or if you don't have confidence and if you get offended by people telling you you should change yourself but you're trying to tell people to help them to change themselves you are already not in the wrong and you are already in the wrong industry we all have insecurities we all battle inside yes we do so the fact that you get offended seeking advice doing a consultation with monica who, who is a consultation for who, who is who literally is a consultant for this industry, this beauty industry in general? And you have a problem that they came to you, it lets me know you're not ready. Well, I'm right. sorry, I'm not the person for you, I can help you, but absolutely. And you know me, I don't, I don't mind. I, I will release you quickly. I don't mind either. I would not yeah. inject you, I would not touch yeah. you. Because yeah, my thing is, you have to have a harsh body shell. It's yeah. already stigmas in the industry about you know cosmetics and wellness. So and in and, and we have to show up professionally. Your yeah, medical absolutely. provider, number one, you got to show up professionally, and you're black. Let's just let's put that taboo out there. Like we're black, so we always have to show up and be the part. Because first of all, yes, they have um mass by consultants that are all within the industry, but most of them that I meet and see, they are of a different, you know, color. Let's just yeah. be real. When I go to conventions and meetings right. and meetups a lot of the times i'm the only black and that's normal and i'm real comfortable with that it don't bother me but i know how i have to show up in the industry to remain respected and you look presentable you're respected they mm -hmm. listen to you mm -hmm. and that's the end of that because you have shown up as that you represent that that mm -hmm. don't bother you but if you don't have enough confidence in yourself you probably again not in the right industry. You gotta have some type of confidence. Now, 
some people think like sometimes when you think so highly of stuff, it's arrogance. It's not really arrogant. It's really me showing my best self is and knowing that nothing that anybody says and what they do, regardless what what procedure, what treatment not aside, I'm happy with it because I'm confident about it. Yes. So I think, and that's the thing, it's really a fluence though in a culture. That's what it is. We live in some mm-hmm. times where people are attention seeking, but you see the culture has to change, right? Everybody was looking so fake. One of the mm-hmm. issues. Are we going back to natural? I want that. Let's 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 be that because that's always been a bash. A little can go a long way. Mm-hmm. That's why I really love the fact that the non-surgical industry is expanding too. Because I love that. I love it. Cosmetic surgeries and they don't have they're not candidates for it. And you get people dying and doing things. You know, like thank God they finally put a cap on the surgeries on the surgeries that could be performed in a day in Florida. Yeah. That's why you dying and passing out, but then people want to invest in the money. First of all, it's, a, it's an investment regardless. Whether you somebody non-surgical or surgical, just because it's non-surgical doesn't mean doesn't it's mean, mm-hmm. And I say, no, that's not what it is because this filler, this one box ran me about a buck. I'm talking mm-hmm. about now. So my thing is people don't understand, right? But also, it's, it's a thing where I'm going to go get surgery in Colombia or going to Mexico. But you got to realize these people are from a country and practicing in ways you have never been told or aware of. You are taking a risk. You are. And I just really want people to educate themselves and stop going off what they see. Because they see everybody going to travel and do that and do those things. And that's fine. But I'm opposed to it. Because if you have a complication. What you going to do? And right. What you going to do? You think the U.S. adopts me? They are. They're not touching you. They're not going to touch you. You're going to touch you. They're going to be like, "Honey, we're not touching you. We don't know what's in you. It could be foreign. We're not taking a risk on that." So that's what I'm saying. I'd rather pay for quality Mm -hmm. than quality. Mm -hmm. And I tell people, I've got cosmetic surgery before. I have, Mm -hmm. and my thing is, I wasn't traveling for a cheaper price out the out the country. No, I went out the state, but I stayed within the U.S. Absolutely. And, and everybody got a different price. And I went with my price range. I mean, it was it was costly. It wasn't cheap, but I'm I'm content. I'm satisfied. And I love my new look. So my thing is people think that you should be cheap. And if you do invest in it, no, you, you're taking a risk. And I think it's not worth your life. It's not worth the, uh, the, the, the complications. And then my thing is, if you do get something, you got to read your pre-procedure instructions and your post. You got to read. You telling me you didn't know you just signed your name on everything, got the surgery, got that's the table, what they do. And then after that, after posting, you do all your massages and all the stuff that goes along with it. Let's talk about your wellness and your lifestyle change that needs to occur to be able to maintain. Let's be clear, it's right. an investment. It is. And that's the term that needs to be used versus surgery. Yes, it is a surgical procedure, but it's an investment. So if you invest in property, you the, the hope is that you take care of your property. So you're investing in your body, which you only get one, which is your right. temple. It's your investment. So let's maintain this investment. Yeah, absolutely. So like you say, you hit right on the money. When you buy a property, you have to upkeep it. You keep buying properties, keep doing things. You got to upkeep it because it's an investment in return. So my thing is people get these non-social procedures and surgeries and think that, you know, they don't have to invest in what they already invested. You know, you got to keep doing the return and investment in yourself. Diet, exercise, those are the simple things. We're not talking about your mindset, though. Getting up and just trying to change and accepting the fact that, hey, my body's changing. 
but I don't want to go back to that way. I don't want to look like that again. I don't want to do be that person because I wasn't happy because I already invested in a non-surgical procedure or surgery. It's an investment either way, but you got to prepare your mindset to upkeep it. You Look. said you said the term like about five or six times, mindset. That's how powerful the term is because if you don't shift this, nothing else matters. It you got to shift it in yeah. how you and how you see your body, your temple. Yes. You have to see your temple as an investment. Botox is an investment. IV hydration is an investment. Lip fillers is an investment. Anything you are doing or injecting into your body. Anything. Anything.ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。ですね。
what we mean like a couple of years ago we still yeah. been since then yeah you gotta just have a, a, a i think a sense of discernment though you gotta know who you can collaborate with and who you can do mm -hmm. and I, I do know that that's what, and i thank god that's a gift i know who i can work with i know who i can't right but because some people they in it for themselves and some people yeah. in it for you know what they can get out of it but yeah. those people always weed themselves out real quick because you were exactly playing, or it's always a problem you're creating yeah. a problem but we need to create solutions Solution. mm -hmm. so it's easy but i collaborated people with most honestly just you know being social but also let people know what i do yes. i'm a nurse patient, but i have my i have a medical spa oh you yes. work for a mad spa no i own i own own and operate yeah I'm like no it's me I did it. Oh, you got a partner? No, I don't have a partner. I'm not looking for one right now either. But when it, the price is right, maybe I could. Maybe I could. But right yeah. now, that's not where I'm at. But I think what it is is that people think that um, if you collaborate with somebody, like it's like take something away. Take something away, like you're giving mm -hmm. them less, or it's like some some type of hate or a turn that happens. Mm -hmm. That just let me know from the start you already had a little malice in your heart. And that's yeah. what, that's my own trip. So. I don't have nothing against nobody. I was just like, look, I know I'm gonna be good. I, 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 I post what I post, but I got three different lives. I got a, a a whole public life, a private life, and I got a secret life that's between me and God and whoever in the ball. So <laughs> people they try to you know make what they can out of you, but you only got what I'm giving you. I'm exactly. You see what I want you to see. That's what I mean. I yeah, you're you're engaged. Yeah, I've been in a whole relationship for some time now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I think is that wasn't my focus that I wanted to absolutely media. It was my business. That part in real life, I do post whatever I want to because that's why I got two Instagrams. I do because I don't want to intertwine business with my personal life because my personal life I like to live a certain way, but I also have a business <laughs> and have a professional life, and they don't, they don't. exactly, exactly. I'm, but I do like the fact that um, yes, you drop that on your stories on your um your business page, but that lets your uh, target target clientele and or people who's invested in you, maybe they're in, I don't know, Africa and they've been watching you and following you and like, oh my gosh, she's growing and let them know, yes, I have a life outside of the man's spot and it is real. And that's why I do drop it. That's why I do share my personal life and I do post me sometimes and make it about me because people want to relate to you. People want to see exactly. you. Exactly. About you more, so that's yeah. why I do. That. I do know that I am aware of that, so that's why I do post um, little like tidbits or pictures of me. And it's crazy because it's it's funny. I'm like, dang, you never really know who's watching because it seems like my my personal posts and my my uh, personal pictures get more likes than my business stuff on a regular. But that's like you know, people are watching. They want to engage. They want to see you. Let them yeah. see you. Oh, they want to see you. Sometimes they want to yeah. see who you, they, who you are behind the scenes and everything. So I do think that's important, but. It's just a limit because you got to still remain professional. That part. I don't want anybody to ever think that I'm not professional or they can come to me and be unprofessional. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it just, you got to draw a line. So that's why I say, look, if you got my personal Instagram, I like you or you found me somehow. I got my <laughs> It'd be funny, but it's, it's okay. But I just know that they, people are watching you. They want to be able Always. to. Always. And some Always. people just like the fact that they can relate to you. Like, oh my gosh, she likes that. Oh, she eats there too. She likes this. Oh my gosh. She like, you get, you like, People want to relate to you. And that's really what the experience is when you are being a provider in this industry. You, you got to be relatable. You have to be relatable. And I love the fact 
uh, that you educate a lot. I love the fact that you always stating, you know, the age range that you are in, because what that does is so if we have a nurse at the bedside who's like getting a little burnt out and like, I don't really know what to do. They can look at you and say, I mean, if Shy did it, I can do it. It's That's not right. that they. Yeah. And it's like motivational purposes only. Actually, <laughs> I'm not with you, girl. <laughs> for no seriously like you can do it anything is possible but it starts with the mindset and see shy you and i are both creatives and we're I visionaries mean. by nature that's just our makeup but yep. most people 85 percent of the people are not mm -mm. Yeah. so you know it's how many people will actually try to be an entrepreneur or, or to consider entrepreneurship it's not even 50 percent it's like no it's only 15 Less than 30, so it's yes. because, and that lets me know it's not many people who's gonna come out here to create opportunities for others. Because when you're an entrepreneur, people gotta understand you're creating opportunity, yes. you're not just delivering a service, delivering a treatment, yes. or performing a job, completing a task. You're creating opportunities one, yes. you're making it accessible for your clients to get things done, but also you create opportunity for people that need jobs. Yes, who create jobs, entrepreneurs. Yes, absolutely. Ooh, girl, boop, drop, drop, drop. You're saying it, it, it's not, it's not rocket science, but it's science behind it, right? Yes, absolutely. It's not rocket science, but everybody, one of my, well, my best friend told me, she was like, everybody don't think, like we're polar opposites. Like she's so laid back and chill and I'm so extra. And she was like, she called me Monty. If you know me, I'm Monty. And she was like, Money, everybody don't have that drive. Everybody don't have that. It no, no, that's I always thought that everybody had it because I, I had it. And she's like, everybody don't have that. You know, they don't. And let me tell you, um, everybody doesn't. It takes special people to do this. To do what we're doing, it's a special type of people. Um, because you, as you know, as an entrepreneur, you you realize you have to adapt, right? Mm -hmm. All the time. What you started doing. And what you're still doing now? No, absolutely. So not. That's one thing: change. Some people can't change, or they resist change. They don't like change, they get complacent. I'm okay where I'm at. I'm okay with no. Nah, that's doing too much. You have to change. That's the yeah. whole thing about the entrepreneurs. The same thing with this. I gotta change it up every goddamn week. Every week. <laughs> yeah. Every week. So my thing is, it's harder to do that and put the time in that than it is. Working a job, getting a set hourly time. So that's why we need people. We do. It's a, it's a population. It's creators and we got workers. It's two sides. I mean, you got people that, and that's actually a C, but it's people that ain't going to do nothing. And they're just going to try to get what they that's can right. get. A little but my thing is you got people that's going to create. Creators are how we make opportunity for yeah. workers. We, we need every, we need every. We need everybody. everybody. A, we need everybody. We need everybody. You can leave seeds out now. I'm tired of those, like trying to give what they can get or just living off what they can. Like you just need to go somewhere. Absolutely. But my thing is, it's really, it's all a mindset, and some people can't do it. Like I, I wouldn't encourage people to do uh, entrepreneurship if they're not ready to have ups and downs and a lot of highs and a lot of very even lows. Sometimes you got more lows than highs. But again, my mindset has gotten me. Those people say, "How did you grow so fast? Like how did you get a team and get a medical spot?" My mindset. Cause I already know I'm a solo provider. What am I doing? I'm gonna be an injector my whole entire life. No, I'm not. No. And the next 
is, I'm not going to be injected. Actually. That part. I can tell you that because I know what I'm doing, what I'm creating. I have a goal. I'm, I'm, I got a vision. Yeah. It's going to get to the point where I ain't going to have to inject because I'm going to have the right team and the people in place where I can actually operate, do business and, and be a, a, a trainer, a teacher and go speak in conferences and go national and global. If Lord willing, I will also. But my You're thing putting is your who's in, in place. Your who's. I call them hitters. You're putting your who's in place and they're going to make sure that you can do what you need to do. Because most people think, how can I get it done? Visionaries don't think like that. We say, who can I hire? Who can I put in place? Who can complete this task? Because as the visionary, you know you can't do it all because you're mm -hmm. the mind kind of brand. You need a team. And Go I ahead. learned that when I grew, I was like, I need a team. And this yeah. is just too much because I knew I'm not able to do everything. And some people can connect and do different things differently. My mind is like going off constantly, <laughs> like what I did. Oh, I got to do this. Ping. Oh, this bill came out. Oh, I do this. Oh, so I got to order this. Oh, I need to order more product. Oh, my God. Should I post this? Did I? Oh, my God. So it's too much. You also have a personal life like we all do. We all got a work life. Like This is my work life, my business, but I have a personal life, too. So sometimes, you know, you can't do it all. And I'm the type of person, I think I could do everything. I think I could do it all. No, I cannot. Because I burnt myself out before. And I know what it's like. I'm not going back to it. Yeah. But what I will do is hire the right people or have the right team in place to make sure I get the tax things that needed. And my thing is nothing. People take things personal. Like some people take everything personal. And if you take everything personal, you're going to have a real hard time adapting. In the or you thing. won't stay in business. Or you're not going to stay in business. You got to mm -hmm. adapt like every, every, like every 90 days in this industry. I feel like Instagram is changing. It's like Oh, I'm about to say, I forgot we was, but we all on a podcast and we do have free rent. I'm like, it's like being a prostitute. <laughs> Every time you look around, you got to switch it up. I'm, I'm working at the, um, at the yeah, club. That drips for sale. <laughs> like, literally. Like, thumbs up. Like, heads down, thumbs up. Like, trying to who can I get? That's what I'm saying. People don't understand. So, I let people know, like, I'm very, like, really uh strong minded and i do have a strong mindset but i'm like a shark i am i am a shark because my thing is i'm not trying to fit in and be with everybody i'm trying to stand out i want people to be like dang i know who she is oh let me not try her. i want that but my yeah. thing is i'm polite i'm not aggressive yeah I'm, not, I'm really the coolest person you can get close to but i know who can be in my space and i know how far to go and how to set boundaries that's my difference exactly you know? but my thing is you have to adapt as young as I am, I think the hardest thing I did was become an entrepreneur at 20, 25, 26 years. I think that was the hardest thing I did. I'm Absolutely. Not I don't think it trumps nursing school, though. I don't know about that. It's like wasn't well for me. Like Nursing no, school till date was rough for me. Lord have mercy. Nursing school was hard, but they just give you some skills to perform and do the basics. You know what I'm saying? They're giving you the skill to learn how to insert an IV, insert a catheter, insert this, or make sure you save this person's life. Let's go. Yeah, you got to know how to save. That's the most important. Can you save this person? It's skills. So that's why it's hard. It's hard because if you can't learn skills and catch on the skills and, and learn the minutes. Remember, you know, NCLEX, that was the minimum just to get. Oh, yeah. You learn more being in the field. The yeah, field absolutely. ain't never compared to the NCLEX. It was different. So yeah. my thing is nursing school was hard. Um MP school was hard. I think MP school was harder just because um, I already adapted to my way of life. Like getting gotcha. back, working shifts and getting money. I was already making six figures as an RN. 
So my thing was I had to decrease my lifestyle. Ooh, put put it on pause. <laughs> and it was just like, what the hell? But you know what it was? It was really God preparing me yeah. for my, my journey as an entrepreneur because I did the same thing again, but it was bigger yeah. though. It was like times three. It was magnified. So yeah. it was like, again, I tell people it's a mindset. You got to create yeah. the framework here. Then you do the steps and you perform. And that's how you get to it. And that's why I tell people, y'all be faking. Like, it's a facade. Y'all thinking people living it. Instagram is a real life. Social media is not real. Life. It's not. Let's be clear. It's not real. It's not. It's not. And I'm here to tell you that if you think that if you're going to come in this industry making like six figures your first year, and if you put six figures in, you're going to get a million. Good luck. Or you know and what? People lie so much, and then call me and let me see, so I can see what I'm doing wrong, and see what I need. I know. And then I'm like, you go take a course, you become an injector, you're injecting for six months, and then you're teaching classes and right. telling people that they're gonna make six figures. Why are you lying to people? First, it's 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 a sales tax. That's always whoever can do that and is successful in that. They just really good salesmen. Or salesmen. yeah, they yeah. Sales skills up on point. My thing is this though. I started injecting like in 2017 and I've been literally increasing my skills each year. So 2017, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, that's seven years I've been in this game. And let me tell you, I've seen change about every couple of years. Yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I can't keep up. But you know what it is? It's not the fact that I can't keep up. It's that I had to adapt. Yeah, absolutely. So people, they, they, people just talk. If social media is not real life, if you think, you paying two thousand dollars for twenty vials of sculpture? Just know it ain't real. That's all I'm gonna say. That's, That's a whole nother comp. Whole nother conversation we gotta get into it. But my thing is, if you paying for cheap stuff, that's why these women having complications and having to go to specialists to get product removed and having like the best story I like. Honestly, the person like a celebrity is K Michelle. But she was open about her yeah, journey. She really she was. was. In this industry, they told me to do this, and I did this because they told me I needed bigger boobs, I needed a bigger ass, I needed wider hips. And she realized how she's damaged her body to the point that it has almost cost her life because she Literally. thought she can get what she can afford, which what she had to do, what she had to do. But at the same time, she ain't do it right. And as she's trying to make it right, getting all these reconstructive surgeries, but. She said, it. had I would have just known or educated myself or did it differently or just maybe not considered it at all and not been so easily influenced, I would never risk my life. It's scary. I got to go through two more reconstructive surgeries. That's crazy to me. You had 13 surgeries. You got two more to go for reconstructive. Oh we don't talk about that, but that's when it comes in. You want to be cheap. You get what you pay for. And it's cheap, one. And then second, it's uh, like of knowledge. Like you said, she didn't really do her education um, on the procedures that you were having and the possibility of the risk and all the stuff that goes along with it. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And Because, I mean, I went, let, I'm going to give you this transparent thing and I know you got to go. Let okay. me just tell you this. I, had, I have had three consultations um, over the years between the age of 32 um into my late 40s or a tummy tuck okay and i've never pulled a tr i've seen three different doctors i haven't pulled the trigger because for some reason it's just not settle settling in my spirit to pull a trigger it's not the money it's right. not the downtime it's just something about it every time i walk away i was like okay i'm gonna do it and i actually scheduled i think it was on the second one i scheduled and I cowed out. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I it's don't scary. know. No, it's scary. Because I, I know, not because I know too much. 
you know too much and you know the risk that come with it. You yeah. know that you need more care after you get that tummy tuck too. And I'm talking about just massages and stuff. I'm talking yeah, about absolutely losing that scar. Yeah, you know, scar because you might yeah. keloid. You know, I keloid. And me too. Same thing with mm -hmm. me. I got a breast augmentation. I was scared, but I'm like, I've been wanting to do this my whole life. I'm gonna do it. Finally did it. And when I did, I did my research. And I ain't go to anybody. You better believe it. But also, I knew like, dang, I keloid. I don't want to have big keloids under my breast, man. Absolutely. When I say I read my instructions from the front to the back, yes, and did everything, all fifty-three pages. I sure did. And what else? What I did? Research. What I can. What are my options if I have scars? Yes. What can I do to prevent scars? I sure did. Because guess What's what? I'm solution. Like, I don't want these keloids because I'm a keloid. So yeah. my thing is, I did my post care. Thank God I had a keloid from my procedure, but. It was like getting scary. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. my boy, this is going on. It's scary. Yeah. Getting surgery, getting cut increases your risk of what scars. And we already point prone to uh keloid anyway, keloid, because that's our culture. Yeah. But if you want to do it, just look in the aftermath of what are my options post-care to treat the scar? Because now we got treatment for it. Scars go away. Right. I used to myself when I had people that had tummy tucks and I and I treated them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's scary. And I think the scary part is going under, getting the general uh, anesthesia and doing surgery, post-care healing. I got to make sure I prevent the infection. After I heal, now I got to treat this scar. Or not getting the look that I desired or, or the look that I thought I would have. Because a lot of factors come into that now. So this year I'll be 50. So if, I, if the way I would have looked at 32 and 50 is going to be totally different. It's a totally different body. And your healing process. But I highly recommend because you want to do something down there and to improve your appearance so you're more comfortable because I'm sure that has affected you, right? Absolutely. Definitely start with something. Even if you're going to get some liquid lipo, go do it so you can break it down so you can increase your chances of getting your outcome. Because I always have clients start non-surgically, then I have them, they go get their surgery. I have, you know, because gotcha. it's scary. It's it scary. Is. But it my is. thing is you doing something about it. You can't, like you said, money ain't a factor. Yeah. Pay to look good. Mm -hmm. So do is start the non-surgical part because you know what you know and you do. You educated. You know. Yeah. I do a non-surgically. Do some liquid lipo. Go on here to do it. Make sure you get somebody to know what they're doing now. And mm -hmm. you can't come down here to me. I got you. And look, you look, one of the people that you trained was like, come on, more, let's do da, 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 some liquid lipo. And I keep saying, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I have not committed to it. <laughs> you need to come here and do it because that's making a change. And then that will help yeah. you when you see the results like, dang, okay, I think I'm ready for my surgery. Yeah. You can thank your kids for that, baby. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But yeah, I know, I know. So one thing you want to leave the people with, what is that? What do you want to leave the people with today? I want to leave people with, if you got a vision, you got to do the work and make sure you absolutely stay on course. It's going to be so many people that say the wrong things. Don't do that. Why are you doing it? If you want to do it, just do it. But yeah. one thing we we living for is accomplishment, accomplishment, not compliments. People be living for compliments, and if you live for compliments, so that people can give you some 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 flowers, and you want to experience glory, you need to go ahead and go to a therapist. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Let's be clear on that <laughs> because you're not gonna get what you want in this life if you don't think you can do it, or if you yeah. don't feel you want it. It starts with you, but that's really your mindset. So what I say to everybody, rather if you a starting your business you already got a business or you've been in business it's all a mindset it's not really a tool of 
you know, having those resources or doing that. Yeah, that matters, but it's really your mindset. It's your mindset going to actually put you in places so you can't actually get more. Absolutely. Oh. The money is just that. The money is just the money. But yeah. your mindset will put you in rooms and uh, create opportunities that your money can't. It has for me. And I'll tell people, but people, what I've done in two years, people got people usually doing like three to five. So right. I do. You do work. Yeah. I did it one. I said, I'm not trying to hear that. I got stuff to do. But my thing is, I don't regret it at all. But if I would have listened to people that had doubt, I would have started doubting myself. Absolutely. I call them sideline people. <laughs> but I'm, I'm the, and I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a front line. I like that I'm part. A, I'm a Put me in the front. Put me in, coach. Put me in. <laughs> what people thought about me. But again, that comes with your mindset, your confidence. Please look like or try to, become what you sell and what you attract if you're not finding yourself that attractive you can always work on that right yeah. but you can't yeah. be some people a service and you don't even feel your best or you don't feel confident how are you gonna get your client confident and being on board and closing a sale and then you're being able to actually give them an experience to change their life so that's what i say about that that's all i really get because everything <laughs> that's, I said, that's all i got we will still be on here but yeah People, you know, it's a mindset, man. And if you don't believe in yourself and you think you got to live for people, I don't I don't care about what people think of me. Hence, that's why I do what I do right now, today. I'm in this industry. I don't care. And I ain't going nowhere. I'm not. And people going to come to me because they already know they're going to get the best, but also they're going to get quality. But I'm very knowledgeable and I'm going to be honest with you. I don't sell yeah. my dreams. I sell them the truth. That part. And they respect you. They do. They do. All my clients respect yeah. I don't I don't sell them a dream. Oh, I one one filler would give me this. No, ma'am. We need seven. And I'm gonna talk to you about why. <laughs> okay, so how can the people stay connected with you, Shy? So, first of all, if you haven't Las Vegas, make sure you come visit us, 8360 West Sahara Avenue. We're located upstairs in Suite 220. We're in the Summerlin area. However, on all social media, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. It's Nursey Cosmetics Co. That is Nursey N U R S I E Cosmetics with a S at the end C O. You will find us on all platforms. Literally Instagram. That's the best way. Instagram, social media. Come, come look. Come, come follow me. Yes. Thank you so much for your time. You have dropped so much knowledge um, in the injection community injector community because you drop some knowledge that our up and coming injectors need to know about mindset shift that they need to know about um you know relationships and building authentic relationships and how relationships can get you opportunities and how to show up your best to be able to give the best to your clients so we definitely appreciate you uh, taking time out of your busy, busy schedule. Thank you so much, um, the Man Spot Club podcast, for tuning in today. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Take care. Thank you, Shy. I appreciate you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.